Hello, you beautiful fucks, and welcome, and welcome to the comedy podcast with your favorite brown fuck. Do, 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 it's Harith. Coming to you on Tuesday, 26 January 2021. Hey, you guys, I just want to chill with you. Happy to be here. I'm fucking sleepy uh, because I woke up at 5.30 a.m. today trying to be a productive fuck. Did some push-ups, did some pull-ups. No, I'm not going to be like one of those people. I hate those people, you know, who try to do too much with their time. I knew a fuck once who tried to go on a run while doing math homework. I'm not even joking. These Asian fucks sometimes, they're just so overcompetitive. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. People like me don't have a chance. That's why I didn't go to Harvard. I'm not doing math homework while running. I can only do one thing at a time. I can't even do math homework while masturbating. It's like one of the best moods I could be in and I can't do my math homework. But these Asian fucks, man, they can, they can do it. Before I start with the comedy today, I just remembered yesterday's advice and I, I felt like um, I didn't give complete advice and I want to build up on it. Yesterday, some woman told me that she didn't have a high as a drive uh, for pee-pee touching as her boyfriend. And yesterday's advice, I told her what to do and I even gave some advice for him and I want to build on that. So I'm going to continue from that and say, motherfucker, take her traveling. Some of the wettest pussy I've ever fucked was traveling pussy. It's two. One is insecure pussy and one is traveling pussy. I don't know what it is about traveling, taking your woman somewhere that just that just makes her so ready for pee-pee touching. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the fact that she gets so excited that all her friends are going to see her fo- traveling photos on Instagram. Maybe Maybe it's getting to try all that new food. Maybe it's the fact that she just feels loved and appreciated that you would like um, go out of your way to give her this wonderful experience. So that extra love is like giving that, that you know, that, 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 that wap, that wap juice. So yeah, every time I traveled. And a, a quick side note, um, when I say traveling pussy is the wettest pussy I've ever fucked, I don't just mean when you bring your woman out. I mean, also for you, for you fuck boys out there, you know, women who, you know, who go on solo trips to Europe, you know, who, who backpack alone. Yeah, those women are so open to some strange, not all of them, of course, but I don't know. I just know the most, I knew the most conservative, you know, fucks, go to church and all that. I'm not trying to judge. I'm just telling you the facts, okay? I knew the most conservative fucks who just like, you know, decide, fuck it. I'm going to travel. And then when they travel, they don't go there with the intent of I'm going to get some strange dick. You know, especially when they go to Europe as an Asian, I'm going to get that white pee-pee dick. And then... um and then they just, and then some guy hits on them and then they're just so open to like, you know, going on a date. One thing leads to another and then they break the heart of some poor fuck back in uh, fucking Singapore or something. And it's just the truth. That's what happens. And then I bet when she's doing it, that that's, she'll get so wet for that strange dick, more wet than she can ever get for that poor fuck who's in NS back home. Ooh, that was depressing. <laughs> Every time I traveled either with like a partner or I met someone who was traveling and then I pee-pee touched. It was like I was fucking an active hose pipe. Like it's that level, guys. So, you know, gentlemen in the audience, if you if you have this general problem, just bring your woman out 
you know, take a road trip somewhere. You don't have to go far. Believe me, just go to like the next state. You know, as long as it's like a, at least a hundred kilometers away. Something I think the vagina has GPS or something, but just something about traveling makes it really like wet. Mm. Okay, to continue from that advice, you know, if if your woman is not wet for you when you pee pee touch and she she just doesn't have a drive, I think it has a lot to do with polarity. Now again, this is general advice, not for everybody, but for most people. I think relationships work best when there's a sort of polarity. Like one person is quite masculine, one person is quite feminine because these kind of opposites create a sort of tension, right? So you need to gauge what sort of woman you are. I mean, <laughs> what sort of woman she is. So if she's like 50-50 and you're 50-50, I don't have any advice for you because I don't know what to do in that situation. But if she's quite like uh, feminine, you know, she likes to dress up, she likes woman shit outside of work. If she likes woman shit, you know, what you need to do is notch up the man shit. I know this is like some old shit, you know, it's 2021. We don't have these gender roles as much anymore, not as prominent. But I have a feeling the fuck who wrote to me yesterday was Malaysian. So now we still got gender roles over here. And, you know, maybe they're a good thing. Maybe gender roles are a bad thing, but I'm not here to judge gender roles. But I can tell you something about gender roles, man. If they're practiced in a relationship... It creates the the best pee-pee touching experience. <laughs> My experience. It's the truth. Okay. So what so what what are you gonna do about this? You need to jack up the man shit, you know? When you when you go out for dinner, you ask her to be the you ask her to look all pretty pretty so that it further divides that uh, masculine feminine gap, right? Just ask her to be a real woman woman and then appreciate her. Uh, when when she does all that feminine shit, like make her, curl her hair slightly, smells like I don't know whatever chemical is in her soap. You know she 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 wears fucking a floral dress that makes her waist look small and her ass look big. You gotta grab it and go oh, oh, like a caveman. You know you gotta be like oh oh Horace like oh and then and then fucking pick her up. Just do that and then make her feel like a woman, and the wap should come back. Examples of, you can also tell her to do woman shit while you do man shit. So one of the best things I've ever, one of the best examples I've ever used was like when I asked for a blowjob while I'm watching the football game, for example. That is the, what I think that's like near the epitome of masculine feminine shit. You know what I mean? Like like your, your man's watching a football game, you bring him a sandwich and suck his dick. You know, you don't even have to make him come. He just likes he just likes that feeling. He's eating a sandwich, getting his dick sucked, watching the game. That's like one of the like so that's like one of the best things a man can feel, in my opinion. You know, he just feels like a total fucking boss. So maybe you can ask, you can suggest to your woman, hey, I would like a sandwich. Please make me one. And then when she brings you the sandwich, just hey, uh, woman, come here, suck this. Like, yeah. And then when she's done, smack her ass as she walks away. She's going to get all flustered and be like, oh my God, what are these feelings? <laughs> Ooh, I'm getting turned on just talking about it. I wonder if, uh, you know, most of my listeners are women somehow. I don't know why. If you, when you listen to me talk about all that, do you, do, do, do you like get some honeydew down there? <laughs> Find a way to let me know. I'm curious. Oh my God, I just thought about the past seven minutes of this podcast and like I'm wondering what my mother would think if she heard me like talk about my stories of pee-pee touching and helping other people pee-pee touch and she'd be like, oh my God, Harith, you 
you cannot do all this. You cannot talk about all this. It is haram. <laughs> uh, yeah. So like, you know, it's going to happen one day if I keep this up, if I blow up. If I blow up someday, she's going to find out and I'm going to gonna have to get ready for that for that conversation. I'm going to be like, but did you listen though? Did you listen though? Do you think if you took my advice, you wouldn't have divorced? <laughs> Maybe this is what this fucking podcast is, huh? Maybe everything I'm talking about in this podcast is just me like letting out what I wish I could have told my mother and father. Oh my God. <laughs> is that why I like to help people in their relationships? Because I saw one just just burst into flames as I grew up. The most important relationship in my life didn't work out. Is that why I'm so freaking skeptical about women? Do I? Is that why I always assume women are just gold digging whores and then you have to... You have to watch them and every day you never you can never rest, you know, you can never let your guard down because she could just wait. She might be all fine and pretty and amazing now, but she could wake up tomorrow, fuck you over, take your kids, half your money, make you cry, fuck fuck some guy in Europe. <laughs> wow, uh maybe maybe I just discovered a bit about myself over there. I don't know. Okay, okay. I need to get out of this space. Okay. Moving on, pressing forward. Once there was this girl who, you know, I, I was just texting her as a friend, you know, no, no peepee touching, no peepee touching intent, whatever. Why? Why? Okay, before I continue, why was there no peepee touching uh, intent? Well, number one, I don't want to fuck everyone. Uh, secondly, uh, I though I want to fuck most people. Um, you know, as a man, as long as she's like a 6.5, you know, and I'm bored, I mean... And 6.5, that, that's most women at least. <laughs> this woman I was talking to was not a 6.5. Anyway. <laughs> Man, Harry, you, you objectified woman over here. Well, they are sex objects. Just like I am. We're all pee-pee touching objects. That's the point of evolution. Okay, it's just all of this shit is just to propagate our genes. So why get so worked up about it? Huh? Why, just, 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 I say own it, you know? I say fucking own it. Okay, so I sent her emojis during a text. You know, it was that little happy one with the sweat. And she was like, ew, why, why are you doing that? Isn't that only for women and children? And I was like, sexist! What the fuck? Guys, have you, have you heard this shit before? Men in the crowd? Women, do you think that you have the exclusive right to use emojis? Because that is, that is just effed up, Okay. As a man, as a modern man, I want to be able to like confidently convey my childishness. And I think emojis are like the perfect way to do it. And sometimes, sometimes the emoji is like the perfect thing to like really fucking drive your, drive your fucking point home. You know, it's like when your woman sends you a really sexy pic, you want to send her like the sweaty, like a <laughs> emoji, you know. And then women... Uh, women when they send a joke and then they send you like the eyes rolling with the tongue out emoji it's so fucking cute I love it I love it when women use emojis but you know just cause I love that doesn't mean I shouldn't be allowed to I, th I, I thought it was sexist and I told this bitch fine don't use alphabets because it's for men <laughs> communicate only in emojis try that fucking bitch Pisses me off, man. When 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 women tell me that I'm not, or they suggest to me that I'm not fucking masculine enough. I know I sound like an insecure shit. 
but I just don't like it when people come to me as though they're the fucking authority on like how I should behave, you know? Sometimes I want to be a bit childish. Sometimes I want to be a bit feminine. Maybe just, just fucking leave me alone, yeah? I do plenty of masculine shit with my woman. Maybe sometimes I need a break from caveman Harris. <sighs> fucking woman, man. All right. I had a thought. I had a thought yesterday. I bet if you're a regular listener at this point, you're like, hey, wait a minute, Harith. Didn't you pee touch yesterday after like a 12-day streak? Uh, no pee touch streak? No no jizzing streak? Aren't you going to talk about it? I don't know. Maybe at the end. Maybe at the end. Stick around. So here's before that. Here's my thought. Why are Chinese people so good at basketball? Oh, my God. You know, I saw my neighbor the other day. Uh, his son was just playing basketball. I was like, fuck, that is one athletic motherfucker. But here's the problem. He looked like a total innocent little scrawny kid. He was he was just happened to be he just happened to be really freaking athletic, right? And then and then I remember throughout my childhood, every time I got my ass whooped in basketball, it was by these Chinese fucks. Okay. And they never looked like Jack. They never looked they never looked athletic they never looked mean they were always skinny fucks with bus cuts and glasses so i thought man when these chinese fucks play basketball you'll never meet a more athletic looking bunch of nerds they look like they carry those giant bottles to school water bottles to school with those fucking straps they look like their mom packs them sandwiches for lunch i mean (laughs) i didn't get sandwiches i'm kidding they look like they look like they do six hours of math homework a fucking day, and uh, I knew a lot of kids growing up in math school who did studied like fuck. You know, they were just nerdy. They were like <laughs> played lots of computer games, couldn't get laid to save their life, but give them a basketball, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, you Malay fuck. Fuck it with glasses and baskets. The most athletic-looking bunch of nerds you'll ever meet. I can't. I don't know why it's just Chinese people either. So in Malaysia over here, we got Malay people, we got Indian people, which is not as good as basketball somehow. But these fucking Chinese kids, man, you see it in the parks too. Okay. These Chinese fucks playing like amazing looking basketball. Just something like a level. I, I used to play a lot of basketball, but never, never to the level of these Chinese fucks. And then I just wondered like, how the fuck are you doing that? Huh? And how is the government not addressing this shit? <laughs> Affirmative action, the Chinese, they're too good at business, they're too good at basketball, we gotta do something about it. And then you have like a, I don't know, UITM just for basketball. I'm so fucking happy, guys. I'm in a really great mood because yesterday I did everything I told myself I would do. You know, I woke up early, you know, I, I, I like uh, edited all my shit, then I went to work, and then I, I, I I looked at all my accounts, paid my fucking bills. And then I saw my woman had a freaking fantastic night with her. And then I just loved that I had this list of like 15 things to do that day. And I was like, check, cross, check, cross, check, cross. And then when it comes to that fucking last thing, fucking, yeah, you know, it's so freaking exciting to check off your to-do list. None of that strike through shit on the computer though. I'm talking about with a pen on a paper, like fucking, ah. <laughs> no joke. It's so satisfying because, uh, you know, everything I w- on that list is something I want to do. And I'm, I'm in love with life at the moment. I'm living exactly the way I want to. And it's all because, you know, people, 
it's worth my time because you know people listen to me and I can see I can see this shit growing. So I just want to say I appreciate you all. Uh, if you wanna if you wanna make me even happier, come suck my nut. <laughs> if you wanna make me even happier, really appreciate your help in helping me grow. If you enjoyed the podcast so far, the best thing you can do is recommend this podcast to a friend. Help me grow by word of mouth. If you want, you can also just shout me out on Instagram. You can tag my page. Take a screenshot of this episode. I don't know what it's gonna be called yet. But if you do that, then we can keep this comedy train growing from your favorite brown fuck. All right. All right, here's another thought. Here's another fucking thought. Oh, wait, before before I tell you the thought. Uh, yesterday was also a really big day for me because I learned how to spell diarrhea correctly. And uh, if if... If you've tried to spell diarrhea before this, you know how hard it is to spell diarrhea. But yesterday I did it and I didn't see any red lines. I double checked that shit. I spelled it right. So, you know, I, I'm pretty fucking happy. I'm fucking ecstatic that this Asian fucking speak it to English. So here, here's the thing, guys. If you know how to spell diarrhea correctly, if you can do it, I want you to write to me. Go ahead and reach me however you want, you know, Tell me, hey, I know how to spell diarrhea. And then I'll make a certificate for you. I'll ship it over to you or and I'll send it to you on a fucking PDF. I don't know. I haven't decided. And then what you can do is either print it or whatever. But what, here's what I want you to do. I want you to frame that shit, okay, in your office. It's going to say, I can spell diarrhea and I'm going to have your fucking full name on it. Put that shit in your office. It's going to help my podcast fucking grow. I appreciate ya. You lovely fuck. <laughs> I want to make you feel proud for the obscure things you can spell. Okay, back to the fucking thought. HD porn looks too fucking real. It looks too fucking real. I've never seen a vagina like glisten like it does in HD porn. Like even close up. I just... It's... there's something about these 4K TVs, like my computer can see 4K, my screen can see 4K. It's something about these things, yeah, that makes real life look so dull. And it looks, the screen, the image in the screen looks more real than real life. And that to me doesn't make any sense. So when you watch porn on these things, it's like, what the fuck? That that vagina looks so fucking amazing. And this... Okay, well, first of all, why was I watching porn? I was watching porn because, um, you know, I wanted to turn myself on before seeing my woman. So I, I would just, uh, I, when I was uh, in my bathroom break, I just, you know, opened up that good old VPN, opened up that porn hub, uh, see, 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 see what's going on. And it worked, man. I was like a fucking jackal. I was like, <laughs> ready to go, ready to go. So I was watching that. And then... Uh, the detail on the oh my god the vagina <laughs> the vagina is such an interesting organ i've seen quite a few of them up close but not hd porn close you want to learn more about a vagina guys you want to like make a vagina look amazing get a fucking 4k camera point that shit at your woman's vagina with great lighting what the fuck am i talking about uh point it at her vagina with great lighting and then like like then you'll see you'll see it like better than it looks in real life and that's the fucking problem with porn, guys. You know, if you get used to it, you get addicted to that shit. 
normal pussies are gonna are gonna look boring to you. It's the truth, you know. Something about porn pussies that they just I'm when they're in the interview process. I'm sure when they like examine the <laughs> examine the the talent, they they gotta make sure the pussy is like um you know camera ready. So the pussies you see on porn are very beautiful. I've seen quite a few pussies and like they don't really look like what they do on camera. And it's it, it kind of makes you disappointed for the real thing. It's like, why don't you have a perfect pussy with no lips and all that? Why aren't you pink? That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's why some people get their assholes bleached. I just learned that that's the thing. Because, you know, sometimes the asshole can be a bit dark. <laughs> so you want to you wanna make it look more pretty. So like people bleach it. Or do they do that for the hair? I don't know. All right, back to the point here. You get too used to that shit, you're going to... Look, when I started pee-pee touching, I was very disappointed because I thought none of these none of these vaginas look like the porn ones. Like, why why, why does it look like a sandwich? Like a, <laughs> like a brown bread sandwich sometimes. And then after a while, especially when I stopped, like yeah, self pee touching to all the porn. Like I could finally get turned on by that shit. Now I fucking love looking at sandwiches, guys. Give me those big lips. I don't mind. So, since most of you are listening, I bet you're like, hey man, what about you? I bet you don't have a 12 inch. I bet you don't have a beautiful fucking cock like a lot of these porn stars have. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the size. I don't have the symmetry, the beauty, the aesthetic for sure. But hey. I learned how to use this PPE to, to like, what, what do you call those holes in the ground where the water shoots fucking out? Are they called geysers? I think they're called geysers. But hey, it might not be huge, but I learned how to use this thing to cause women to fucking squirt like those Japanese porn. So I don't know why I told you that. I just uh, fucking, I, I feel good about it. So there you go. All right. Uh, yesterday, I was doing some podcast research because, you know, I want to I wanna make this podcast a good one for you listener fucks. And then while I was doing my podcast research, guys, I found the most weird shit. There, there's so many podcasts out there. And some of these podcasts, there, there's a podcast for cider. Just They're just talking about cider. And I listen to it and literally what they do is they just have chit chat, drink some cider, talk about the cider. And there are many more obscure podcasts and so i made a list here's what i found i hope you like it so list of obscure podcasts number one it's called muse stories and unusual history of gnomes you know what gnomes are you know those uh you know those dwarves from um fucking is it little red riding hood or is it snow white i think it's snow white so if you watch snow white those fucking dwarf things they make like uh clay versions of that I think gnomes are different though. Whatever. They make clay versions of that and then you put it all over your garden. I think it, it's like a really white people, it's a thing white people really love to do. <laughs> and uh, there's, a, there's a podcast just for that. Just talking about the history of it. And apparently it's very popular. So I, I don't, if, if that guy can make it, man. Talking about ciders. These are eight podcast about ciders okay i'm gonna just tell you the names one's called cider chat cider voice calls redfield radio a cider podcast ciders web neutral neutral cider hotel 
Cider Chat Live, Edinburgh Cider Review, local Cider Press Podcast. What the fuck? And that's not even the full list because I, I didn't want to take up too much time reading you all these cider podcasts. Like, fuck. Are people in this world that into cider? Because if they are, then it would kind of blow my mind that people love cider so much that they want to talk about it. And if, if, if they aren't crazy about cider, then what the fuck are all these podcasts for? The next weird one I found was number three, a bunch about cycling. There, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I found eight podcasts about cycling. Cycling Tips podcast, The Ruler podcast, The Cycling News podcast. Cycling News? Oh, I guess cycling is a sport, right? They talk, okay. If there's a football podcast, then there can be a cycling show podcast for sure. The Bike Show, Wheel Suckers podcast. Wheel Suckers? That just sounds so sexual. God damn, do they want to fuck with those helmets? <laughs> I knew a sick fuck who who was like a, a reformed masochist in the sense that he he really liked to hurt the girl. But at some point it was getting too bad. So here's what he did, yeah. He got her girl to wear one of those um, you know those American football hats. And then what he would do is like uh, freaking punch it. Okay, fun fact. <laughs> Wheel Suckers podcast. Bikes or Death podcast. Bikes or Death. Jeez, this guy loves podcasts so much. Zwift Power Up Cycling podcast. And lastly, A Slow Ride, a cycling podcast. Wow. Just fucking wow. In episode 5 today, we're going to talk about the handles. Hey, Jeffrey, what kind of handles are your favorite? Well, this is actually a very controversial topic. Um, some people prefer the foam handles, but I'm a man for rubber. Hey, 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 we are a foam podcast. <laughs> I found, I, I don't know, you know, if the podcast is actually like that, then it might be fucking entertaining, actually. If they, if they were just doing it for this shit, why the fuck not? I found a podcast, not a podcast, four podcasts on fucking kombucha. You know that fucking drink? It, it's alcoholic, right? Can Muslims drink it? Can you get drunk off that shit? All I know is it tastes fucking great. I'm not crazy about it like these people seem to be. But here are the names. Kombucha with Baron. Kombucha and Color. Bring your own kombucha podcast. Bring your own kombucha. Hey man, would you like a beer? No, man. I brought my own drinks, my own alcohol. What the fuck is that? It's kombucha, man. It's good for you. <laughs> That's just the system. No, seriously, though. Can you get drunk off kombucha? Because if I can get drunk of a substance while cleansing my intestines, intestines, where the fuck not? Kombucha Hour podcast. A whole hour on kombucha. Jeez. You know what? To some extent, maybe I get it because I actually know people who grow their own kombucha. And if you go on YouTube on how to make kombucha, there are millions of fucking views. So, you know, if there, that, if there are that many people who love kombucha, I fucking get it. But at the same time, I don't fucking get it. This is too obscure, people. Too obscure. Oh, okay. And lastly, the last weird thing I found was there are way too many podcasts about furniture. You know, fucking lawn chairs, fucking tables. Here it is. On the record with Furniture Today. The Amish Furniture Insider. What the fuck? Amish Furniture Insider? That is a niche within a niche. <laughs> How many Amish people are there in this world? 
And then you want to talk about furniture, Shirin? You guys talk about, I don't know, what, what is the arm? Um, farming? Furniture, jeez. Okay, okay, fuck me, guys. There's an um, there's the Amish Furniture Insider, and then there's the Amish Furniture Podcast. Excuse me, there are two separate Amish Furniture Podcasts. <laughs> okay, uh, I think a lot of the Malaysian fucks wouldn't know what the Amish are. Um, just to describe it to you, fucks, you you brown fucks, you Chinese fucks. The Amish are a people in the United States. They're a community that don't believe in technology or think that technology is the Satan's dildo. So what they do is like they just live simple lives with farming. All their technology is up to like 1800s and then stop. They use carts, they use horses, but no phones, none of that. They just live very simple lives. And I think they're very God-fearing and all that. So so that's the Amish. And, they're, and I guess... They make their own furniture. I think they also make their own toys and all that. They make everything. And now there are two furniture. I'm, you know, I'm going to check this fucking shit out, man. I don't know what they're going to talk about. The tricky thing about chairs is you got to... <laughs> so the Zebra blogs before and after podcast. Wouldn't you need to put that on YouTube so I can see? Huh? Your before and after. Design between the lines. Go with the Flow W, a DIY and furniture podcast. The Fitted Furniture Makers podcast. I am at home podcast. <laughs> I am at home. What are you going to do? Fucking talk about all the furniture in your fucking house. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so fucking sleepy. I'm almost at the end here. Bear with me. Bear with me. All right. I had more thoughts. Hear me out. Fucking yesterday, I um, yesterday I I was walking right, and I saw the homeless woman again that I mentioned in the previous episode, and I fucked her. But after that, uh, I just took a walk around my my office area, and then I looked around. And I was like, "Huh, everyone walking around here looks like a poor fuck." And then I realized about this country, yeah, especially in developing countries, walking is like a poor people activity. People don't walk. What the fuck are you poor? You got no money for an Uber, a Grab? In developing countries. Because everybody fucking drives. But in the fucking UK, you know, in developed fucking countries, it's to especially Europe, it's totally, it's totally acceptable to fucking just walk around everywhere. Even the fucking president of the Supreme Court like takes the fucking tube over there. And then I, I always thought, you know, like over here, people say, I don't want to walk lie. It's fucking hot. Malaysia is a really hot place. And I thought, no, actually, that makes no sense. Because even, even in these European countries, in the extreme heat, people are walking all the time. In the extreme cold, people are fucking wa walking all the time. And they always say like, it's rather nippy today, isn't it? Why are you English fucks so horny that you want to relate the weather to your nipples? Is it because you have run out of ways to talk about the weather? Lovely weather, isn't it? That you love talking about the weather so much that you just had to find new creative ways so you brought it to the nipples. That being said, I saw a lot of hard nipples in UK, especially around winter. And, and, and I'm so angry that most of the nipples I saw were not from women. They were from men. I'm like, I've never... <laughs> I've never seen as many hard nipples from men, actually hard nipples in general, as uh, compared to when I was in the UK. 
Uh, so I, you know, when I went to university in the UK, I walked a fuck ton. If I had to estimate, I would walk on average maybe one hour a day, one hour a day, one hour a day worth of walking. And uh, you know, they say if you walk a lot, you lose weight. But hey, man, in my first year, I became a fat fuck. So I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's a fucking English diet. They have too many fucking potatoes. And uh, I guess my, my Asian fucking stomach uh, digests rice better. But in the first year, I fucking blew up, had french fries every day. Yeah, it's my fault. But you know, it just goes to show, guys. It just fucking goes to show. No matter how much exercise you do, it doesn't fucking matter how much exercise you do because uh, as if, if you eat like a fucking pig, it doesn't fucking help. So that's what I fucking realized and I cleaned my shit up and then the next year I became the skinniest version of myself as I could. You know, I got so fat that it's the kind of fat that when your relatives see you, they kind of go like, oh, <laughs> like, oh, what happened to you? <laughs> I see my pictures, I, I see my bloated cheeks and, 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 and at that time, that's how I knew my woman at the time, my ex loved me. She still fucked me. I mean... <laughs> Like, man, that's true love, man. That's true love. She still could get wet for me. And then when I lost it, man, she got really wet. I got the abs, man. Man, guys, guys, I want to repeat yesterday's advice. You know, if your woman, if your woman is not getting wop, the wop for you, you know, work out. It's not, it's not super difficult. Try some intermittent fasting. You lose some weight, okay? And then do some light cardio. You don't have to go ham. You don't have to go crazy. It's just 40 minutes of very light cardio. And then after that, you just do some weights, okay? You're going to get fit. She's going to get insecure. People are going to notice here and then she will get the WAP for you. Oh, man, I f there, there was a point I wanted to make. Uh, couldn't fucking remember it. Okay, never mind. Okay, so am I going to talk about it? Am I finally going to talk about it? Huh? For how many fucking episodes I talked about how I, I couldn't nut because of the lockdown. But yesterday, I got to see my woman. Okay, yesterday was day 12. Of not nothing. And today it's fucking day 13. Oh my God, guys. I really believe in uh, like the power of semen retention. I know I'm sounding like a new age, no fap. Yogi man, fuck at the moment. But like, I really believe that if you just hold in your semen for as long as you can, you get fucking superpowers. Like it, I think, right, it might be the only reason why I can get up and like talk shit to you guys for half an hour almost every morning. It's because I'm so pumped and full of energy. And uh, I, I, yeah, we we hung out. We had the best fucking time, you know. Oh my god, guys, guys! If you have a problem with your woman, like if you feel like the quality of your pee pee touching has gone down, go a while without pee pee touching. So we went two weeks, right? And yesterday she got so freaking, she was so deprived that even me kissing her forehead, yeah, just kissing her forehead, she's like, oh. Oh, like she she was reacting to even that. I was like, God damn, I haven't started. So you can imagine what it was like when I when I went a bit lower to the down the downstairs department. Like holy fuck. Like I had to move her. So her apartment, her condo has two like two different three rooms, but like one bed, master bedroom, has a normal bed, and there's another bed that still has the plastic covers on it so I had to move her to that fucking room because she she was just like water bombing everywhere and then the food came before I could came <laughs> so I had to go down get the food soaking 
And then I came up, we had the food and we just snuggy snuggied and it was great, guys. You don't have to orgasm to have a great time. In fact, that orgasm is a lot of energy. You can orgasm without orgasming too. I learned how to do it. And it's it's not, in my opinion, you know, some people say it's better than the the normal orgasm, but I don't think so. I still prefer the normal orgasm. But you know what? If I can do something that feels amazing and then I have a fuck ton of energy, why the fuck not? So men... If you if you want to learn about that, go ahead, look up semen retention and then see what benefits it can give you. Some of the benefits it gave me was like a much better um, erection quality, closeness to my woman and a, a real appreciation for my woman. Because you know what, guys, when you nut, there's, there's that feeling of like, fuck this girl. Because <laughs> your body's like, you're done with her, fuck her, leave. But if you don't nut there's a higher chance like your body hasn't gotten the signal that you've nutted yet. So it's going to like give you like cues to like try harder and love her. And you know, nothing less. I'm not telling you to not nut forever. I'm just saying, you know, you can, you can just hold it in. And then uh, believe me, you'll be more attentive in your relationship. All right. That's all the time I have today. I got to go to work, pay some bills. Thank you so much for listening. I will catch you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye.